I struggle so much with giving projects names. If there isn't something that jumps out and clicks right away, it immediately becomes an agonizing process of brainstorming and testing and asking around and imagining this project being the thing that hits it big and suddenly this name that you felt lukewarm about all along is being latched onto and circulated by strangers and it's too late to change it, it is what it is. Here's the thing about 2023 and me. I kind of hate it. It could definitely be worse, believe me, and it's more interesting than some of the other options I had. But then my friend and perpetual co-host Justin suggested 2023 and Me. I thought it was stupid in a clever way from the jump, too silly to fit the vibe I wanted to brand my entire year with, but I thought surely I'll come up with something better. And then I didn't, and I couldn't bring myself to sit down and stew in my godforsaken brain to come up with something I could actually be happy with, so it stuck. And that wasn't the only way Justin ruined my life, by the way. He also just informed me that if I had done this last year, I could have called it the 27 Club. But here we are, and for now, I'm sitting with 2023 and me, but quietly giving it a vicious side-eye and smoldering about the perils of slapping a name on your public-facing project forever. I have been keeping since, oh god, uh, it's many years at this point, a list in the notes app on my phone of cool band names that I see or hear or come up with in conversations. And when we were looking for a name for the company, I was like, oh, let's just look at the band names list. And on there is Bad Address. And we slapped the media on it and bam. Bam indeed. (laughs) This is Jack, one of a few friends of mine who, in 2021, started the company Bad Address Media and with it the narrative horror podcast Half Moon Chronicles. I'm also joined today by Kit and Morgan of Bad Address, and you'll hear Kit's voice next. We knew we were in the process of of making a horror podcast. Bad Address just hit the nail on the head of the kind of unsettling without being outright just like over the top spooky. I feel like especially with this, there is like the tech aspect of it also. Mm -hmm. And I mean, initially when we were doing the website, we were gonna make like a 404 error joke, but then we were like, people are gonna think they're not actually on our (laughs) website. They're gonna think the website's broken. But the the layers of it being a podcast slash internet medium thing Mm -hmm. and bad address also felt very apropos for the company in general. So the idea of Half Moon, again, came from my notes app. Truly, after I die, there's so much so much good shit in there for people to just use. Because, like, every time I see a name or something I like, like, it is something I do where even with, like, people names, when I see a name I like, I write it down. So I kind of always have this Rolodex of names for different things I need to name at any given time. And then we knew it was going to be kind of episodic, so we wanted something that was evocative of that. We actually have the minutes from the original meeting where we were naming the podcast. Yes. Our rules were the podcast name had to include the word half moon, limit it to three to four words, and half moon should be the most complicated word. Wow, I completely forgot we had set parameters for this. Yes. <laughs> I So had I. Yeah, that's a very yeah. exact. <laughs> yeah. And so actually, funnily enough, the name we, we ended settled up going on for this with, meeting yeah. was not the one that we went with. The ideas were lost tapes of Half Moon, finding Half Moon. <laughs> I 
I hate that one. Oh my God. Now yeah. that I'm reading this <laughs> notes from Half Moon, reports from Half Moon. Half Moon Chronicles isn't even here. I know. That's what I was just thinking. Half Moon Chronicles is oh, not wow. even on there. We decided on the lost tapes of Half Moon. And then I remember later, I think it was Izzy messaged the group and was like, I cannot stand this title, you yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, let's brainstorm again. Let's get back to the drawing board. And I think the rest of the brainstorming we did was over Discord messaging. When we started using Half Moon Chronicles, there was the debate about the the. Oh, whether to include that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I actually do love the fact that we have taken the... Well, do we want it to be the Half Moon Chronicles or just Half Moon Chronicles? And we just we just wrote that into the scripts. I do love that we included it as a bit of them, arg- like not arguing, but having the same debate that we did about the article. Well, yeah, if there's anything I've learned about writing fiction, mm-hmm. it's that you can justify anything by retroactively adding it into your your plot like <laughs> oh, yes, it, it the, seems uh, the kingdom hearts approach <laughs> yes exactly you know it, it does it does make it seem like more intentional like oh how clever they're you know incorporating this like is it the or not the into the story and like if it works it works if it doesn't it's just like a fun little easter egg but like when it works you seem you seem like a really good writer and that's one of the tricks I think the reason we made the newspaper The Half Moon Chronicle, I could be misremembering this. I think we wanted a shorter title than The Lost Tapes of Half Moon. And so we came up with Half Moon Chronicles. I still felt like it was too basic. I wanted it to be more important than just, oh, we randomly chose the word Chronicles because it sounded cool. I wanted it to have more meaning. So then we added the newspaper that they reference most often is The Half Moon Chronicle. That one has a the. And then Half Moon Chronicles makes it distinct from the newspaper, right. the Half Moon Chronicle. A name only has as much meaning as you put behind it, and you can fabricate the meaning. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> Almost everything I have worked on personally, I've had trouble naming, particularly the book series I wrote as a teenager. The original titles for those four books sounded like pulp romance novel titles, <laughs> even though they were young adult fantasy. They were very bad. Like, very bad. And I only came up with decent names for them years later. Like, started them when I was 14, didn't come up with decent titles until I was like 20 or 21. Most of my ideas come to me kind of fully formed. So I usually kind of know what it's going to be called almost like straight out the gate. I want that. (laughs) It's like, I'm usually using like song lyrics or something like that. Not always, but... I feel like I get a lot of my inspiration from music, so I'll either choose, like, the name of a song or a line from a song, very, like, classic fanfic choices. But I feel like even with my personal projects, the title kind of is there from basically the start. I have this absurd fantasy of having everything that I've ever worked on, just having a single one-word title, Mm -hmm. which has not happened ever, with the exception of my my D&D campaigns, because I feel like those kind of lend themselves to like fantasy lends itself to one word titles if the word that you're using is like a particular magic thing that is very important to the fantasy thing that you're working on but honestly most things that i've ever worked on i've just thought this will be the working title and i've grown attached to it and then it becomes the real title personally i hate naming things and suck at it mostly And so if I have other people to like bounce around ideas with, I find that to be a huge pro because people will come up with better ideas than me. But the con can be everyone agreeing on which one is the best one. People have different tastes. I I definitely feel like I am more of a solo namer because I, I have like a very strong sense of the kind of 
titles I like for things. You're also a good namer, and Thank you. you don't have to deal with all of our bad names <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it by yourself. I mean, that is true. You know, I, it is a matter of taste, and like collaborating with people in general is always going to be a certain amount of give and take when it comes to personal tastes, but... The name is the thing that everyone knows it by. Yeah. So it's such a big decision to make that- It's so much pressure. Yeah, exactly. I've been in like a number of bands of varying degrees of uh, of quality. I have a favorite. Listen, to be middle school and high school weren't any of our best times. I was in bands from like Secondhand Citizen to Pinatas Fight Back. Pinatas to- Fight Back is my That's favorite. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I guess my, my personal favorite, which is still bad, um, is All Horse Fighting Force. Even though there's a lot of people throwing names out there, it feels, in my experience at least, a lot scarier to name something that you know a lot of people are going to have like as a banner over them. Even like Bad Address Media, despite it being a very good name, it's scary to say like, yes, this is the one. Because it's hard to change those things. And it's like, it's part, part of it too, especially when it's like a production company. It's, it's branding. That's how people are going to yeah. know you. And you can't easily rebrand like your name. You can change like what your logo looks like. But if you change your name that it throws off the SEO, you know, I'm gonna need you to also establish what genre these bands were. All ska. They were not. I, yeah, no, I the know. one ska yeah, band yeah, that I, I was I'm in. I'm sorry, Jack. Thank you for answering the question, but I'm gonna need Kit to say it. Actually. No, of all of the one ska band that I was in, <laughs> I don't recall it having a name. I don't think we got that far. I have one final question. How do you feel about the name 2023 and me and be honest? <laughs> I love it. I, I like I think it's so I on. think it's so good. Somebody tell me you Why do you want it's us so to good. hate it? I actually love it so unironically much. I I feel the I feel the same way about 2023 and me as I do about some of my old like Piñatas Fight Back, genuinely incredible band name. I felt weird saying this is the one even though it was the one, yeah. you know? Which is to say I like it. Like, I, I do like 2023 and me. <laughs> I know you're the interviewer here, but why do you want someone to hate it? Because I hate it and uh, I need other people to validate my opinions. <laughs> no, because I like, I know I don't love it, but I also know that at this point, in order to not be held up with the project, I am not going to come up with anything better. And I do feel like if someone was like, dude, that really sucks, you cannot move forward with that, it would light a fire under my ass to like actually sit on it and be like, okay, let me actually come up with something better before I start this. <laughs> but everyone's just like, no, that's funny. And I- I'm like, whatever, fine. Should we workshop some for you? No. You can. I mean, if you come, I mean, I will not participate, but if you have something that you guys come up with, feel free to hit me up with it. <laughs> My brain is just going, 2020, wee, And I'm like, that's worse. That's worse that's, than 2023. That is worse. Like, so it's... much worse. Which maybe is the point. Maybe that'll make Allison understand how good yeah. 2023 and me is. <laughs> This has been week two of 2023 and Me, a mini podcast in which I make an audio piece of 10 minutes or less every week this year. 